Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's session of the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. Whether you're on listening to us now on your podcasting app or whether you are joining us on YouTube, I hope you're ready for today. We're going to have one amazing little session for you. You may want a pen and paper. You might be outside some walking. journaling questions today. We've got some journaling questions. A little bit of thinking for you to do today to get you set up for 2023. Very excited. So what are we doing today? So today we're going to be talking about what would you do differently to make 2023 a fuck yes year. Not an average year, not a 200, 2022 year, not a 1999 year, but a 2023 one to remember. And we wanted to start with a story, didn't we? Yeah. We wanted to start, We this is going to be a deep session today, but it's going to be a quick session and it's going to be a valuable session. That's what we're going to tell you. So... You may or may not know, we have a beautiful fur baby. A beautiful fur baby. He's about, how much? He's about 88 kilos. 88 kilos. So we can't call him our little boy, but he is our little boy. And you may or may not know that last June, July, we started chemo for him. So we were told he started getting, uh, his lymph nodes started coming up. And they were like golf balls. And then they turned into cricket balls. balls. Like massive. Yeah. And so we went to the vet and it turns out he had lymphoma, which is cancer and the lymph nodes. And so we went to a specialist to, to put us on a program, or so we thought for him. And we sat down in the chair and the vet, the specialist vet said to us, well, you know, you've got option A, option B. And if you don't choose option A or option B, you're looking at three weeks and he's gone. Yeah. And that was like a what? It was like a what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and we just, we were unprepared for that meeting. And so we decided to opt for chemo. And we had concerns about chemo. We didn't want him to struggle or suffer. Do they lose their fur? Do they lose out? What? Is he in pain? Um, are we being selfish? All of those things. And so we weighed up all the odds. We spoke to various um, vets and specialists. And we decided that this was the best course of treatment and we were going to be pretty much, it would give us an extra year with our boy was what yep. we were told, you know, bare ass minimum. And then come along the week before Christmas, he was on his last chemo. So we did the last chemo, we celebrated, he got his little cap on his head and they took photos. It was and, like a full on graduation thing. They got a certificate yeah. for graduating through his chemo. And that week... On the last chemo, Sam found, um, again, on his neck, the lymph nodes were starting to... Come back. Oh, big. And so she said, mm, babe, I don't think it looks good. And I was like, well, that can't be true because it's his last chemo. Um, anyway, so fast track a story, you know, the week, was it just a couple of days after Christmas? The vet rung and, yep, worst case, 
is that his lymphoma has returned. So it hasn't been the best Christmas for us. It has, you know, it's been a little bit traumatic and it was something that we weren't really prepared for because we'd sort of planned on having a year. And now we have put him on to, we have a, the choice now of giving him one chemo tablet every, th every three to four weeks, which is a different type of chemo. Um, but this one isn't about really giving him like actually getting rid of the lymphoma and therefore giving him another, say, year mm. before it comes back. This one's more really just managing the speed at which the lymphoma progresses. And so, how long do we have him for? Well, they said maybe three to six months mm. before his body probably stops responding or has negative side effects to the actual chemo. So they said most most dogs don't usually die from the lymphoma, but they die from the side effects of medications that they're on or something like that. So we've got about three, hopefully, six months. Mm. We don't know. And, you know, Sam was at the vet. I didn't want to go to the vet that day because I wasn't wanting to hear the news. And so, you know, Sam rang me and said, babe, this is where we're at. And so, you know, I cried at home. Oh, I'm going to cry again now. Whew. And I just said, we have to make every day his best day. And when we first found out that he was diagnosed with lymphoma, you know, we were really upset and we're still upset. And to stop being upset or to reframe or to think differently we had to be differently and we had to think differently because to be honest we're emotional wrecks and so i just said to sam when we first found out that every single day will be his best day that is our commitment to our boy oh and then come december we're now on a really limited time frame and that really fucking sucks to be honest and now we are micromanaging him we're micromanaging the moments and we're micromanaging the days and what i mean by that is we are prioritizing and being very intentional about the rest of his life and the reason that we share that with you isn't because we want to make you sad i mean we're, and obviously that really upsets us is because it's made us rethink our life and right now we have a beautiful boy that has no clue there's on a time frame and he is living every moment of every day like he's got a limitless life you know like he's yeah instead of having a limited life so we wanted to jump on here today and remind you and give you some wonderful journaling questions on how are you living your life? Are you being intentional with your life? Are you making decisions that are giving you the best experiences, the best memories? If you were to die tomorrow, would you have regrets? 
and it's a heavy episode today it's a really heavy episode today and I think it's one that we need to address because we're at the beginning of the year and we have one life we don't know if our life is going to go tomorrow or if it's going to go in three months 30 years 60 years so knowing that I think we need to take responsibility for how we want to feel and how we want to show up. So today's episode is dedicated to our beautiful boy, number one. And it's all about giving you some questions and some tools to think about so that your life can be a fuck yes. You don't have to be, you don't have to react to life. You can be proactive to life. You know, if we didn't react and um, we just accepted what is and that is just the way that it's going to be and there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool and some people do that. We've just decided to approach this that this boy will have the best life ever and he's already had an extraordinary life. But he's going to the beach three times a week. He's going out for two walks every morning and every night. And we normally walk regardless. And, you know, I'm really lucky that I can get to walk him every single day. And for the, the past nearly two years, me and him get to hang out every single morning. So I'm really super blessed. But now it's like, babe, should we take him to the beach because he looks tired? Mm. And, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. He's going to the beach. And I'm like, I know, but he's a little bit tired. Do you think he's okay to go to the beach? He'll just sleep a little more tonight. But the minute you say, do you want to go to the beach? His whole demeanor changes. He goes from being really tired and sleepy to like, oh, hell yeah, let's go down the stairs in the car, head out the window. And it's just so beautiful to watch him. He's just loving every moment. And he doesn't understand there's something going wrong with his body. He might just realize, I'm, I'm tired. I'm a bit tired, mum. I'm going to sleep. And you know what he does? He just sleeps. He doesn't moan about it. He doesn't complain. He just has a big sleep. And he snores his ass off. And then he gets big cuddles. And then we go to the beach. And then we go to the park. And for him, he's having a fantastic life. Oblivious to what's going on that we know about. Mm. But he gets way more cuddles. He gets way more treats sometimes. Because everybody wants to give him his extra little treats. Especially his Auntie Lama. And, um, you know, he gets experiences. And more experiences than we've given him before. And we were very intentional about getting to the beach every week. Now we are intentional about getting to the beach three, three times, four a, times week. a week if we can. And, you know, like, he's teaching us to live in the moment. He's teaching us to appreciate life. Like, every morning, Sam will go to work and she'll let him into the bedroom and I will roll over and there is this big, massive head, like, whoo. And I get this look on my face or look on my arm if I'm not quick enough and I don't know how. And he's like, good morning, mum. And his tail's just wagging, 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 wagging. And he's like, are we walking? Are we walking? Are we walking? And I'm like, how is it possible that you can have that much energy and that much excitement every single morning? And it's because he's excited to live. And it, it makes me appreciate and want to be living the same. So today we have some questions for you that may be a little bit triggering and we hope that this is going to help you change your thinking if right now you're just stuck in a lull you're a little bit lost you're feeling flat you, you you're directionless you're just reacting to life instead of being proactive in life this will help you 
become the CEO of your life. It'll help you create your life by design as opposed to just having a life by default. So let's start with a question today, Sam. Okay, so if you went to the doctor, let's just say you went into the doctor's office this mm -hmm. morning, you weren't feeling wonderful, and you went into the doctor's office, they did a checkup on you right there and then, and the doctor turned to you and said, look, I am really sorry, but I've got some, some bad news, and mm. you only have 24 hours. You've got 24 hours left and before you go. What would you regret? What would your regrets be? What do you, you wish regret? you had done that you hadn't, hadn't done? What are the things that you wish you had already done? What were the things that you would prioritize and who are the people that you'd prioritize? So you've got 24 hours to live, right? So what would you do? And if you have the opportunity to journal on this, we would highly recommend you just take two minutes because we did this exercise and it's like, write down what would you do if you had 24 hours to live? Now, realistically, you're not going to jump on a plane and go to Bali because that's going to take 12 of your, 12 of your hours away. So you're going to be stuck, not stuck, but you're going to be here. What would you do? 24 hours, that's all you had. Who would you see? Who wouldn't you see? Yeah. Who would you avoid? Who would you not text back? Would you be watching the last episode of Shitflix? Yeah. Would you be on social media? Would you be, you know, having road rage? Like, What are the things that come up for you? If you just stop and think about that question right now. So... If I stop and I think about that question right now, the beach comes to mind, sunset comes to mind, sunrise comes to mind, my wife comes to mind, my family come to mind, my fur baby comes to mind, my close friends come to mind, and then everything else is gone. So those are the things that come up. Those are the things that I want to prioritize. So what are the things that you want to prioritize that maybe you haven't been prioritizing. Maybe you haven't been intentional about them and maybe you just take for granted or assume that they're always going to be available. Maybe you're, you, you are like me and you want to watch more sunrises. When was the last time that you put it in your schedule and you made it happen? Mm. When was the last time you went and walked on the beach? When was the last time you went and hung out with family and just had a good laugh or told them that you loved them or had a deep conversation. What were some of the things that you came up with? The same things? I, yeah, everything was I wanted to spend, I would spend, I'd want to talk to my family. If I had 24 hours, mm. my family all live overseas, so I can't see them, but I would FaceTime them and I would talk to every single person that, that meant something to me. And I would spend more time talking to those that are closest to me Less time maybe talking to those that are further away or more distant family. But, still, but I'd still want to make contact and talk to everybody and tell them what, how, what they meant to me and how much I appreciated having them in my life. I would spend a lot of time, 100%, the whole time, Ursh would not leave my side because that, there's no way that I'd want to be with anyone other than her. So for, between her and Dax, we would be spending that time together. And I would, I would see some of my very closest friends. 
but I wouldn't be worrying about seeing some person that I'd seen once somewhere or some friend that I had at school back in mm. 1997. You know, I'd, I'd be very much intentionally focused on the people closest to me. I wouldn't care about how much money was in my bank account. I wouldn't care about mm. how much petrol was in my car. I would not watch the news. I never do, but I wouldn't watch the news or anything unimportant like that. I wouldn't be worried about mm. what class or, or personal training session I have tomorrow morning because I wouldn't be thinking about work. I wouldn't be thinking about money. I wouldn't be thinking about work. I wouldn't be thinking about politics. I wouldn't be thinking about any of that. I would 100% be focused on the people that I care about. So in saying that, right, so if you've done that journaling exercise, which is pretty deep and it's pretty confronting, right, what would be a fuck yes for you? So if you wanted to live a fuck yes life and you knew that you had a limit, right, this is all One you year. had. You've got a year you to live. 365 days. What would be a fuck yes for you? So what? A, think about all of the epic memories that you've created in your life like what has been really highlighted for you what have you really loved what lights you up when you think back to your life and you think holy shit i've done that i've done that i've had that what is it that shows up for you is it travel is it adventure is it relationships is it restaurants is it cruises is it you know like what is it that shows up for you because when we ask what is a fuck yes for you if that shit lights you up, here's the thing. You've got to do more of it. You've got to do more shit in 2023 of the stuff that lights you up instead of blows you up. So go out there and write a list of all the things, like all the crazy cool things that you've done in your life. Did you write a list of what your crazy cool, th like what were the things that showed up for you? Like if you take a moment right now and you close your eyes again for two minutes. What are some of the epic things or epic moments in your life that you will take to your grave? Like if you were to relive them again, what shows up for you? What comes up for you? What have you loved in your life? Like as I'm talking to you now, you know, we we've swum with whale sharks. We got married in Isla Mujeres, which is, you know, across the water from Cancun. Mexico. In Mexico. We have laid on the rock that Bob Marley designed most of his songs on in Jamaica. Um, I Cruised through the Caribbean. We've cruised through the Caribbean. Like we've three times. Yeah. It's amazing. Probably four or five times. Um, we've walked with lions. Like, we've actually walked with lions in Mauritius. Like... What? It's crazy to think this. We've swum in the wild with dolphins. We've swum in the with wild a, a manta, manta rays when we were in Bora Bora. Like, we've done an elephant trekking trip in Thailand. Like, these were all of the things. We've done hot air ballooning and, you know, a trek up the volcano in Bali and had monkeys all over us. Like, we've had some pretty epic adventures we did an african safari with our with african our girly safari. friends we climbed, We've done climbed dune mount, mashing in dubai we climbed mount um mount um table mountain in cape town so what are the epic moments in your life that you want to do more of like 
what do you need to say fuck no and hell yes to? Like, what if, what are those things that are really important? Because we are moving into 2023. And if you want to have a life of memories and not regrets, then we're going to encourage you today to think about what is it that are not negotiables for you. So if you think about, here's 2023. Sit down, now knowing this is what creates magic memories. This is how I would spend the rest of my life if I had 12 months to live. What would be your not negotiables? So the way me and Sam look at it is we've been stuck in lockdown for three years. And that means travel and visiting family has just been shut down. And now thankfully the borders are open. The VAC stats have um, loosened up a little bit so we have more flexibility to go to different countries. And... Now we're intentional about seeing family. We're intentional about creating experiences. And so what are our not negotiables this year? And just to give you a few highlights of what ours was is, you know, like Sam said, I really want to spend more time with family. Great. Like, let's just book Christmas now and make it happen. She's like, oh, but it's like you're right. Let's just do it because it's a not negotiable. We haven't been able to be in Australia for Christmas for minimum three years. Probably we haven't even been there for five, five years, years for Christmas. For Christmas yeah. So it's like, why would you wait another five years to go and have Christmas with your mum and dad? That is insane to me. So as soon as the flights are on, we've set the intention that we will be in Australia with mum and dad and the family for Christmas. It's not negotiable. And we're also going to be overseas doing a family trip. Uh, with fam we're having a big family holiday this yep. year and she's like well we're going to see them we're not seeing them for Christmas who cares if we're going to see them twice in one year we haven't seen them twice in one year for three years you know like we saw them in Queenstown and then the borders shut they flew out and that was it goodbye so that is one of our non-negotiables celebrating our 22nd anniversary so last year our not negotiable was celebrating our 21st so we've been together for 21 years and we thought well if we had a 21st year old child like 21st we would be celebrating them so why don't we celebrate us hard to think that we could have a 21 year old but you know like so we went to Bora Bora we're like let's just go like that was a not negotiable so we're now going to make it a not negotiable that our anniversary is going to be celebrated every freaking year because that's a fuck yes right we had a great time uh, our not negotiable is absolutely our family holiday. It is not negotiable. Like, schedule cleared, where are we meeting, let's just make that shit happen. Not negotiable, because that's a fuck yes in our world. Um, Dad's birthday, we missed his 80th. Like, that is insane to us that they're three hours flight away and we missed the 80th because of the borders. Like, that's just not okay. And then we spoke to Dad, didn't we, on Thursday. It was his birthday. And, and we were all talking and he's like, we've decided that we're all going to celebrate our birthdays. And our, well, my brother-in-law, Sam's brother, had his 50th. I've had my 50th. The other brother-in-law, 60th. Dad, 80th. These are all the birthdays that have been missed over COVID. Yeah. And so now Dad's saying, well, we're all going to celebrate, and that means that we're going to be 100 and... 240, we're going to have a 260-year birthday celebration. And I'm like, no, Dad, it's your birthday. It's not, no, everyone's going to jump in on the bandwagon. Those experiences and adventures and family connection have been missed. Well, me and Sam 
are really passionate about creating our life by design. Not only have we created our life by design, we get to do what we want, when we want, whenever we want, right? We're really adamant about that. We started putting this process in place like eight years ago. So we can just go whenever we want. And, and we understand that. And we've built ourselves into a position where we understand that we have certain things that are not negotiable. So the party is one of them. My nephew's 21st that we can make because we miss my other nephew's 21st because of COVID. It's like, it is not negotiable. And Sam's like, babe, the tickets are going to be like double the price. We don't care. We just don't care. It's like, I'm not putting a price on a nephew's 21st and a dad's 80th. That is not negotiable for us. The other thing is Bali retreat for us this year, running a retreat in Bali. Come hell or high water, we wanted to run one two years ago, borders closed, wasn't going to be an option, so we're just going to run it. We've put our list of what is not negotiable. So how can you do this? So what we did is we put 2023 in the middle, and then we put what are the adventures and experiences that we want, like what are the not negotiables, right? And then once we put our not negotiables, how did we want to feel and what did we want to experience as a consequence of those decisions? Because last year for us was all about business and we're talking about our property business. So we, in, we invested a massive amount of time and energy into property last year and we have our property portfolio at a level that we're happy with right now. We're not going to be doing, I don't think we're doing any more property this year, at this stage, touch wood. Never know. Never know. There is a possibility of another property, but regardless, it won't be to the extent that we did last year. So now knowing that that's how last year rolled out and we're happy with last year, a phenomenal year for us last year. We, we managed to do everything we wanted and we had connection with our family. Thank you to Steph and Rob that came to visit us. Yeah. High five. They the came boys, to visit The boys the, came, the boys came, came to, to visit, visit the, the girls. The girls, which we loved. So we're going to make an effort to go this year. And the other thing is, is we want to go and visit our other nephew in Sydney this Sydney, year. Yeah. And a not negotiable for me is to meet Gabby Bernstein. Like, they're just putting it out there. So Gabby, me and you, we're going to be besties. Like, that's how we're going to roll this year. Right, so that's my not negotiables. So when you know what your not negotiables are, how do you want to feel is really important. So we've put Dad's birthday up there, and that's because we want to live in the moment. It's important for us to be able to live in the moment. So are we going to be present, and how are we going to have connection? These are me and Sam's two not negotiables this year, is we want to be more present, living in the moment, and we want to have more connection, deeper, more intimate connection with the people that we love, honour and respect. Like that, if, if we get to the end of 2023 and we've ticked those two boxes, we're going to have a fuck year, baby, yes. That, a year. That's what we're going to do. It's going to be like, that was a fuck year, year yeah, wasn't it? That was great. And I that's can what feel we did it already. We're just like, this will be like this. <laughs> this was going to happen. So, when we go for Dad's birthday and for the 21st, we are going to be present. We're going to live in the moment. We're going to be connected with our family. Our hearts are going to be full. Our cups are going to be overflowing. That is a fuck yes. It's going to happen, right? We're also planning a stopover in Dubai. So when we go, not to Dad's birthday, but this is family holiday. So Sam's like, what should we do in Dubai? And I was like, you know what? I want to do a safari. We've, we've ridden camels in Dubai and we've done the dune bashing in Dubai. I actually want to go and sleep in the desert. I've never done that before. She's like, that's a fuck you, baby. Just... So that is a not negotiable. Like, put it down there. It, it goes there. You're flying through it anyway. 
You might as well go and make the experience happen. Right? So when you think about what's important and you act with intention and then you start visualizing that and manifesting that, bringing it into fruition, is that going to make you say at the end of the year, that was a fuck year, baby year? I call it a fuck year, baby year. Was it a fuck year year or was it a fuck no? Because COVID took a lot of us out mentally, physically and spiritually. We now have our freedom back, which we took for granted because we could just jump on a plane and connect whenever we wanted and we could just have all these experiences and adventures, etc. So we wanted to jump on here today and just share with you how we've set up our year. And if you just take the time today to be more intentional and to make a plan to prioritize what's important for you for 2023 so that you can have a fuckier year, right? Like just, just, just takes a couple of minutes. What are the things that are important to you? How do you want to feel? Like we did an earlier podcast about it. Like what are your not negotiables? So our not negotiables are we want to be present and we want to have connection. Mm. Our not negotiables, we've designed the list from there. So what is your list? And once you have your list, then you can start taking intentional action towards each one. Because now we're thinking, yep, I want to do a safari. Now we're going to start Googling, where's a safari that we can do in Dubai? That's what we're going to do. What else can we do in Dubai that's going to light me up, not blow me? So, anything else that you want to add to that? No, I think I would, I challenge you all to, um, once you've actually looked at what you've done, I would... I would put money on the fact that 99% of you are going to be filled with connection and family and friends. Because if you had 365 days to live, would you be worried about how much money you've saved, how much higher you've got in your company, whether you got a promotion? Would that really be what you would focus on if you truly only had 365 days to live? You have one life. And as we said right at the beginning, we don't know when our time's up. But what I do know is that not only when my baby, my big beautiful baby, goes, I'm not, I will be sad. I know I'm sad now just even thinking about it and I get sad every single day. <sighs> All right. However, I'm also going to know that he had the best fucking life ever. And he's going to be an example of how we're going to live our life. So I trust and believe that this has been a useful episode for you today. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your not negotiables are. And did this hit home for you today? Because it's fucking hit home for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hit home for us. So until next week, everybody, let's start living with more intention so that we can have more fulfillment. We can have more fun. We can show up living in the moment we can feel vitally alive and that's important because right now there's a sense of people reacting to life instead of choosing to live life and we just hope that we get the opportunity to transform some of that thinking around what you're doing right now until next week Go out there and sprinkle some magic on someone because you don't know who needs your energy and your love right now. Until next week, everyone. See you later. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.